Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. We are halfway to 200 episodes. This is episode number 150 of Shut Up and Grind with your host, yours truly, Robert B. Foster. So we weren't here yesterday because my guest had a last-minute cancellation, and I didn't want to come on here with some last-second dribbles, so I figured I would just not do it. So we're back today. We're going to be talking about the positive aspects of karma. We're going to be talking about how to break through those negative thought patterns that are holding you back in your everyday life. So first, some housekeeping. If you are new to the show, we are all about empowerment. We're all about overcoming obstacles, defying the odds, and getting deep into our backstories because everybody wants to tell the surface story here we want to go deep and really find out what our guests have gone through to get to where they are and the success that they're having today and who am i you might ask i would love to tell you i started doing workshops and doing groups where I'm getting up in front of of others, like outside of the gym setting and talking about resilience and perseverance and goal setting and vision and taking action. You should know what one hour of your time is worth. You should know the value that you bring to the marketplace. You know what your passion is. Starts with clarity of vision. If you don't have the clarity of vision, whatever next thing you get, you're not going to see it through because you don't have the clarity of vision. So the, the point of my pain was being told you will never run or jump again. And all that stuff, I was like, you know what? Like, I want to be able to take this even bigger. If you know why you do what you do, you have to know how to charge for what you do. That's how you're going to change your life, and that's how you're going to leave a legacy for your children and your family. you got to know your work. All right, so for those joining on the live stream, welcome. For those catching the replay video, welcome. For those listening on any of the podcast platforms, welcome. If you're joining on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. And on all platforms, please share because what we give out here has the has the power to change people's lives, including your own. So why keep that stuff to yourself, right? So go ahead and hit that share button. So for my debate show that I usually do on Mondays with my lovely daughter, Olivia, called We Buy to Get Deep, we are going to actually go live tomorrow. Because I had I said something in a video several months back that people tried to drag my name through the mud because of my stance. And then lo and behold, a re- revelation came and completely backed up what I said. So my daughter and I are going to break down that video. We both watched it yesterday, and we're going to share our thoughts. So that's going to be tomorrow at 11 a.m. right here. All right, so for today's teachable moment, it's about facing fear. So people always talk about courage, and we love to see courageous things. But things become courageous is because people face fear. So for those that know, I love obstacle racing. I did a race a couple weeks ago in Attica, Indiana. And after those two races, I pulled something in my booty area, right? So I had a pulled muscle there, and it was kind of tough walking. It was kind of tough to, to work out. And I had two tougher races this past weekend. And... Where the fear part came in, it's like, should I do these races? Because I'm already injured. I'm 47 years old. I'm not a spring chicken anymore. Although I may look like one. Ha, just, just kidding. And so it's like, what do I do? You know, the doctors are saying you probably shouldn't do it. My gym clients are saying you probably shouldn't do it. The kids are saying you probably shouldn't do it. But you know, the, the one voice that matters, it's your own. And so I did everything I could possibly do. I went and got a chiropractic adjustment. I increased the frequency. I was going to physical therapy. I was working on my my mobility. And I was making sure I was eating right, fueling right. Because with having only one kidney, I can't take anti-inflammatories. So that that wasn't part of the equation. So long story short, even the morning of, I was like, I'm not so sure I should do this. But you never know until you try and I ended up doing the, the longer race on Saturday. 
And then I went and pushed hard on the shorter race on Sunday and came out of it completely unscathed. I didn't re-injure myself, didn't get any new injuries, but how would I have known that if I didn't try? So too many times in life, we look at the task before us and we, we let the fear of what could happen stop us from taking that first step. And some of the biggest, greatest inventions that are out there started with because someone had the belief that they can make it work. And I had the belief that my body was going to hold up during these events. And it did. And I'm sure as we get into the main topic today and I bring my guest on, I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about belief and faith and clarity and vision and all of those things because it all ties in together, right? It all ties in together. So I just want to stress, like, stop letting fear hold you back because the worst thing that'll happen is you'll have a setback. That doesn't change the goal. You just change the direction to get there. All right. So that's today's teachable moment. And so now let's talk about my guest. Who is this person? Let's see. He is an astrologer. He's a spiritual teacher. He's a karma clearing expert, right? We're going to break down what that is, who helps people achieve their highest potential in all aspects of life, including love and relationships, abundance, health, healing from trauma, and many, many more. So help me welcome to the show, Sanjeev Verma. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I was uh, listening to your uh, this uh, thought of the day, and yes. uh, your, you got injured, and uh, all uh, the, the courage you had to bounce back and uh, go through the process. Yes. Uh, phenomenal. And I always say, Yes, with courage, you can fight fear, but with faith, you can replace fear. Yes. So it, like I it. could so resonate with that. And uh, that was uh, awesome. Very nice. Yeah. I love, I love it. Great. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. So you, you told me backstage that you were born and born and raised in India, but you now reside in Canada. Is that correct? Yes, that's true. Yeah, I was born in India and uh born in a family where uh, the environment was uh, quite spiritual, not so religious, but uh, spiritual environment. Uh, Belief in uh, divine oneness was very strong and faith was strong. And uh, yeah, and my curiosity was very strong as a child uh, around there. Yeah. And moved to Canada about 25 years back. Uh, Since then, I'm here. Right, what, yeah. what part of Canada? So I'm uh, close to Toronto on the west side okay. west, uh, of Toronto, a city named Waterloo. We have a couple of universities here. It's, it's quite a known town for education and all. Yeah. Nice little <laughs> town. Yeah. Nice. Good, good, yeah. good. All right. So, all right. Let's get to know you better. All right. So sure. if, I was, if I was to ask you, who is Sanjeev? How would you describe yourself? Well, uh, Sanjeev is somebody who is, uh, I would say, a grounded human being (laughs) with uh, a lot of uh, learnings through life experience, Uh, have gone through uh, everything, ups and downs, and even very close to death experiences. And uh, always uh, a seeker, always curious, always uh, wanted to know what's uh, in the hidden dimension of life. And uh, that led to inquiries, studies, uh, uh, unfolding of some of the questions and uh, which uh, led me into astrology. That curiosity was so high that I couldn't resist that. What's our connection with the universe? What's our connection with the planets? How everything is in the oneness of this universe? And uh, uh, that subject is based on karma. So karma is uh, was the, the next step to it, that what it is, where it lives, how it comes to fruition, what's destiny, what's free will, uh, how much we can use it, uh, who we are, uh, what's my higher purpose, uh, so why me, all that. So mm-hmm. going through all all those questions and then again trying to find answers to it and then the journey kept on evolving and after kind of knowing this, then had to turn into an experience of how it can be managed, how it can be transformed, how it can uh, be helpful. And so I started to do that work. 
So journey started from essentially astrology to the karma principles and then uh, how to negate it, how to clear it, how to work with it, have an enhanced experience of life uh, as a human being, you know. <laughs> so that's me in the, in the nutshell here. <laughs> okay, I like. Yeah. All right, so in the 15 minutes that we, we've been chatting, what would you guess my, my sign to be? Oh, your sign. Yeah. Uh, I'm right on the spot here, and uh, that's a <laughs> tough one. And I don't know I should answer that or not. <laughs> give it a shot. Because you see, it's, it's just never one sign. There are three signs. Uh, yeah. Influence uh, one's personality. One is the rising sign in the chart. Yeah. the moon sign and then uh, one is your zodiac sign yeah so we don't know really uh, which one i should focus on but i think uh, you could be a scorpio out of the three one of the three okay. what, uh, what, what do you think what do you think the other two are uh, I'm just curious <laughs> <laughs> uh, one could be aries uh, and uh, because it seems like you're very Mars oriented, your de determination. And when I was listening to you, the the will, the power, the strength mm -hmm. uh, to, you know, so these two signs are Mars oriented, which is Scorpio and uh, and Aries. And I see a lot of emotion, which is a Scorpion aspect mm -hmm. of uh, the, the, the whole. So we don't know your rising sign. Uh, we don't know really your uh, moon sign. Yeah, but uh, I think uh, one of them would be definitely a Mars-based uh, one. Uh, then it's just like taking uh, a wild guess, really. That yeah. what would be your Western zodiac sign? Uh, and you're asking me to do that, then um, <laughs> <laughs> it looks tough to me. But uh, uh, could be uh aquarius or uh sagittarius other two signs those two i will pick on but don't know i i could be totally <laughs> off on that yeah. Please, so so now let's just continue talking and i'm going to ask you again at the end <laughs> and see see if in the next 45 minutes you can figure out what my sign is so it's not uh one of the three <laughs> uh no so that's a bomber you know <laughs> <laughs> So here I mean, my... like I mean, like I said, we, we've only been talking for 15 minutes, so it's kind of hard to, to nail it all down. I was just curious. Yeah. Yeah. It's like typically, like once once you find out, and the longer we talk, you'd be like, ah, I see it. Yeah. Well, but <laughs> but like one thing I can say, if I have your date, time, and place of birth, and mm. and that's something I'm going to do uh, later for my own satisfaction. Yeah. Uh, to make sure that, uh, and I'm I'm kind of 99% sure that you will have one of the Mars sciences for sure. Yeah, it's uh, like either my, as a moon sign or as a rising sign. Yeah, it's like my top four are Leo, Virgo, Leo, Leo. Leo, Virgo, Leo, Leo. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> so here you go. You are Leo. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's my my top four. All right. Let's get yeah. back to you. Sure. I just, I, just want, I just wanted to have some fun for a second. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So describe your your upbringing in in India. Yeah. So uh, I lived uh, my whole youth there and uh, my younger age there, and um, we were born in a in a middle class family, and my father was uh, working for the government, mm -hmm. and uh, his job was such that we would be moving from one city to another city every three years. Okay. So we kept on moving, and as we kept on moving, I never felt grounded. I felt uh, I'm always dealing with the new environment, new challenges, new schools, new teachers, uh, new friends. And I always felt like uh, as if life is a losing proposition. You have people in your life, and then they get out of your life after three years. Mm -hmm. uh, on those those times, either the the way to was to communicate through letters and stuff, and you you couldn't do that very long, and then you would lose uh, touch, and then you will you know. Uh, so that was something which I always felt as as a as a missing aspect, you know, that you have to rebuild constantly, rebuild after three years and fit into it, go through the emotions of it, go through the environment. 
uh, fit in as quickly as possible. And amazingly enough, I found out that human capability to fit in into an environment, whether it is pleasant, it's unpleasant, you like it, you don't like it. If the circumstances has brought you there, then if you are willing to, if you are ready, it can take you literally 10 minutes to make up your mind. Mm -hmm. And once you have made up that mind, you are going to have everything flowing in that direction because your basis is ready. Your mind is ready. You are ready. And then you would, instead of focusing on what you have left behind, you focus on what's in the front. Yes. So then you start to choose the best friends and you you start to interact with the teachers. You start to interact with the neighbors and the neighborhood and and the whole thing. So you, you create your own new team in a way. And uh, then I found out that it's, it's not difficult. You can do that any, <laughs> anywhere in the world. So whenever I, I move from one place to another, then ultimately I move from India and then uh, had to adjust into a new environment of uh, uh, society, uh, new environment of uh, culture, new environment of language, new environment of food. Let me, let me uh, stop you for a second. Yeah. Sorry, let, let me stop you for a right. So you said talking about new environments. So we'll, we'll pick back up with that. Let me write it down so I don't forget. Yeah. Right. New environments. Because you said something that's super, super powerful. See, that's the beauty of doing these shows is because sometimes people say things that they don't realize how how powerful it is or what you just said, that you you realize it's not difficult. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's not. Like, when people come to me, they're like, Rob, you know, how, how are you able to drink so much water? Like, I get a, I get a 50-ounce bottle, yeah. and I drink two of these a day. Well, how do you do it? I drink until it's gone. <laughs> like, <there's> no, <laughs> there, is, there is no magic. There's no magic here. Like, it's that easy. You know, like exactly. if you're if you're in a situation that doesn't make you happy, find a situation that makes you happy. Well, it's difficult. No, staying in the unhappy situation is difficult. Yes, exactly. That's difficult. Right. You know, it's like just because you might struggle for for a little bit, but what's at the end of that struggle? Happiness. Exactly. But we would rather struggle to stay where we are because we don't want to struggle to get the thing we actually want. Exactly. <laughs> very, very true. And yeah. the human capability is, is tremendous. That's what I constantly get amazed by. And it, uh, whenever I look at nature and look at the potentiality of the nature and, uh, and a human being, we are part of the nature also, is uh, it just boggles my mind. It's so fascinating. It is so astonishing. Yeah. And it is so powerful that you just uh, feel like, okay, I belong to it. It's part of me and I'm part of it. And it is uh, somehow uh, communicating with me in a very different language. Mm -hmm. So when I eat something, I feel that, okay, this food is going to be talking to my body and my body would be talking to it and do exactly what they both are supposed to do. And they will do that. So there is no no misfire. The only thing is that we have to recognize the presence of it, connect with it, whether it's a flower, whether it's a leaf, whether it's rain, whether it's water, fire, uh, your own taste, <laughs> your taste buds. Mm-hmm. You, you need to have that connection. You need to have that attention. You need to have that awareness. And once you have that, then life becomes you're living your life. Otherwise, it's a it's a missing scenario, missing scene. You're just uh, really it's it's all passing by. So yes. I I always feel that uh, anybody has the the power. And when I look at any chart, really, when I'm looking at uh, I, I'm looking at the potentiality of the seed of their destiny, that how how much potential it has. And to be honest, I haven't come across one single chart in my life. And I've looked at thousands and thousands of them, which doesn't have the highest possible human potential, which can be exercised by anybody. And I say it is in um, mm-hmm. seven different parts. And I'll, I'll, 
I'll come to that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to stop you from your uh, thought process here. Yeah. 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 No. no don't. No, worry about me. So you can definitely pick back up with that, but I want you to finish what you were saying about the the moving into new environments. Yes. So that that's kind of uh, went. Uh, it was more like a, a a journey of that sort. Then I met with many accidents, and I was mostly quite sick uh, in my early age. Uh, by the time I was t- 13, uh, I had uh, broken my uh, both elbows. Uh, I had met with a major accident. It was very close to death. Wow. Uh, one time I had jaundice. One time I had uh, some other glands. And I remember I was getting 72 <laughs> penicillin injections in, a, in every day. Wow. And I was just four years old. Uh, then I had one another experience of uh, death where I was I had very high fever and uh, I saw myself leaving my body and uh, going into uh, a, a light zone and this light zone was more like a tunnel but it kept on expanding kept on expanding and kept going and uh, as I was coming very close to the light something else told me like it was my own inner voice that i need to be on the planet and as a four-year-old kid i just couldn't understand what is all going on Mm -hmm. and then i felt a jerk in my body and i kind of shouted out to my mom (laughs) and i couldn't explain her also that what 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 was going on and what i felt and they said you must have had some sort of dream and I thought it was a dream or something. Mm -hmm. So uh, my whole bodily uh, constitution became very weak because of um, many accidents, uh, many uh, health issues. And then by the time I was 13, I had like my whole body will ache because of the certain accident. And the medical system was not the greatest. We were living in a small town that time. So couldn't get that help also. But one thing I was realizing as I was uh, in my teens that either I'm going to continue to feel all this within myself and play poor me, or I will turn around and do the things which I like. So I used to play cricket. I used to play table tennis. I used to play chess. And I said, I have to focus on that. So I started to play cricket and played a lot and then started playing table tennis a lot. And I then I started to play for the university and I was in the university team. And uh, when I got to uh, my later 18, 19 years of age, And then I realized that it was all behind me, that whole accident thing, my whole sickness, everything was just behind. And I was feeling fully fit. I was feeling fully strong. I was feeling, yes, I can do anything I want, really, at a physical level. There is no no shortcoming. But subconsciously, somehow, I didn't realize that it has got stuck in my head somewhere. (laughs) And uh, it created a certain level of uh, fear of unknown. Yes. And this unknown was around death. So I was carrying that. And uh, anytime I'll fall sick, I'll feel that that fear of unknown. And uh, so I said, how do I deal with the fear? How do I work with this? And then um, gradually getting into the karma aspect that why I had to go through those journey uh, of uh, 13 years of uh, those accidents and all that and how what it was so i was trying to find answers astrologically that what was the planetary influences what might have Mm. caused what time frames i was going through where i was in time and space uh, and uh, why these uh, things were happening to me Uh, and i was getting those answers there but i was not getting really 
the 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 thing behind that what might have been do planets have anything against me are there is the universe is against <laughs> me they have got a personal animity or yeah. what's going on with me you know and why me that kind of question started to come through and then uh, i realized that you know this is there is something more to it and as i went further investigated then i found out it's all about karma mm-hmm. and uh, so my uh, i did my university uh, then i uh, started to experiment with some uh, business and uh, i didn't have uh, much of a business acumen so i mm-hmm. drastically failed a few times and uh, i kind of felt that my path is something different than what i have been um, trying to be doing all the time and uh, it kind of started to hit me much later in my life when i was uh, around 45 years of age uh, and then i said it's still not too late and uh, i have a talent everybody says that i have a talent everybody feels that uh, i can do Uh, i'm good at stalling and i can do well with that but i had tremendous resistance to doing that because in the society it was uh, taken as something not really high up here it was like an stalling or it is a hocus pocus thing or it is something which is uh, which has so many questions around it yeah well, you you were still in india at this point No I was in Canada. Oh you're in Canada now. Okay. So even in Canada I tried different uh, stuff and uh, I just was living my life and uh, was not in my abundance or anything. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of hit me around 17 18 years back that okay I should try that. So I broke loose out of that barrier and as soon as I started doing that my world opened up within 2 3 years time i i started to meet really the the top notch celebrities of the world mm-hmm. uh well, before before we get there tell, talk me through how did you break through through the barrier like what were the steps you took yeah so first thing is that i kind of realized that okay so it is the perception of other people that whatever the perception of astrology is so yeah. that's their perception and their perception is based on their belief systems their conditionings their environment their teachings their uh, social influence uh, influence of the religion is the influence of many other components and that has built their perception and their perception is becoming my perception unknowingly because i believe that what they believe in indirectly i'm not believing in myself then so i need to really start to believe in myself and i have to let go all that and it was kind of a self inquiry i was doing and i was like okay i need to try it and let me see i have been a failure most of, the, of my life <laughs> in different pursuits or barely made it but i really need to uh, try this See and, see and there it is see there it is that's the part that was missing you know yes. which is which is why i had stopped you cuz that's cuz that's where people get stuck right yeah, there exactly. it's like there's people right now that are like i i can play the piano i can probably teach other people to play the piano but what if i'm not good enough what if i don't exactly. make it what if i fail exactly you, you know you so it's it. like 100%. that's why i like the that's why i like to yeah. highlight this part of of the story yes. because that right there is where most people will give up you know because they don't Very have true. the courage to take those steps but right Very now, true. Very true. and yeah thanks for bringing me uh, bringing me back on to that point it's no um, but uh, th- that's the thing uh, robert that uh, that kind of a switch within me when i was doing self inquiry and kept I I always uh, was uh, pounding on a thought that why me and who am I and those two thoughts as part of my self inquiry and my uh, my contemplation brought me the answers by itself and I could break loose out of all of that uh, literally based on 
asking questions to myself and reach to that point of conclusion that I can at least give it a shot. And when I gave that shot, it was just as if the whole life opened up for me, everything opened up for me because I think I was just always on the crossroads and I would choose the the wrong side of the fork, you know, and go in the wrong direction and then turn around, come back at the same point and somehow take the wrong direction again. Instead of just this path was always there, was always open for me. I just needed to go on that, which I missed for many years of, of my life. And the moment I started to walk that path, I... I just had the support of everything possible. Absolutely. It was so many meaningful coincidences started to happen as if everything just was rushing towards me to help me. And yeah, you are walking the path. We are all with you. So, <laughs> See, and, and like, what you just said also highlights what I mentioned in my intro video. Yeah. Where, where I said it starts with clarity of vision. That if yeah. you don't have the clarity of vision you're not going to take no. any steps forward. No. But but the problem is, is that people, people have to see that the clarity of vision isn't seeing the end goal. It's yeah. seeing the next step. Next step. 100%. That's what it is. If you, if yeah. you just see, all right, I want to get started with the podcast. I need lights. I need a microphone. I need a camera. What's next? You have to get on camera. Exactly. That's what's it. Don't worry about the hosting platform. Exactly. Don't worry about editing. Don't worry about going live. Just make the first video. And, exactly. and then once you do that, then you can go on. Like I did my first, I think, 12, 8 to 12 episodes with no guests. Because I didn't even know what I was going to ask as. I didn't know what theme it was going to be. I didn't know anything. I, I didn't have the color scheme. I didn't have any graphics. Like, do I dress professionally? Do I be myself and wear my tank tops? Like, it's like, you know, Rob, just make a damn video. <laughs> just get one up. Get it out there. <laughs> see how people respond. And, and now I'm booking into April. Yeah, and I think, and I think when I booked you, it was back in June. I exactly. want to say, yeah, yeah. But when I started this, not having any clue, not having any direction, yeah. I just knew I could talk. I got voted most talkative in my high school, <laughs> and and I was an all American athlete. That tells you how much I talked. <laughs> you know, so, so I just stepped into that, and then good good things are happening now. But, but yeah. that's, what, that's what people have to understand. You don't have to see the last step. You just have to no. see the next step. Very okay. true. Very true. And, 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 my sis- and my sister says good morning. Morning, Monique. <laughs> hey, good morning. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So, uh, that, yeah, so exactly as you're saying, you know, it's just that right step in the right direction uh, can take you to the whole new path and whole life can open up in front of you. It's just, just like, uh, see, as you were saying, it's the worst thing is to uh, be in that uh, duality of thoughts or being in that conflict within yourself, not being clear what you really want to do, what you're born for. And once you nail it down, then life is easy. Then everything is easy. Then, then it keeps opening up new horizons one after another, it just keeps opening up. It's, it's a chain of uh, chain of that. No, definitely, yeah. Yeah, like people who, who listen to the show on a regular, I say it constantly, that if if you only look for difficulties, that's all you're gonna see. And if you if you look for opportunities, that's what you're gonna see. Now, now that doesn't mean that opportunities won't have some difficulties to achieve them, yeah. But, if, but if that's all you look at, then, you know, you're going to be on the beach and you're never going to leave, leave the shore. That's just how it is. No, I know exactly. it's, it's cliche, but it's it's true. It's true. Really it's like true. Any, anything, you know, go, going back to my opening speech about facing fear. It's like, it's like you gain courage by facing fear. Yeah. And, and, and I know you had said that, uh, you know, having faith will take take away fear. But but either way, the fear is present. Oh, and yeah. You, and you have to face it, you know, regardless oh, yeah. of how you face it. You got to face it, and then once you do, as you you stated yourself, you're the perfect example. All the doors opened up to you. Yeah, exactly. You know, so 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 now you opened up the doors. You walk through it, and what are you doing now to to put to leave your stamp on the world? Okay, so what I have done is um, I have. Uh, 
created a program. I call it Miracle of Karma Clearing. And this uh, program is essentially based on uh, the, the seven things I was uh, going to talk about. The, I call them every human being is born with uh, their own seven rights through their consciousness. And everybody has the potential to exercise them to the fullest and to the best. So uh, these rights are, uh, number one, everything is trying to survive in this universe on, and on the planet. We can see it every single minute. Everything is trying to survive. Yes. And we have the highest survival skills and intelligence. Uh, so we are doing better than other species. So, but we are also in survival mode all the time. So even fear is part of the survival. Uh, anger is part of survival. Ego is part of survival. So as long as all of them are in, in, in some level of balance and rationally in place, then it serves your survival purpose. If you don't exist, then nothing exists for you. The world is over, right? Yeah. So unknowingly knowingly we are constantly trying to do that and in that we have a perfect mechanism of emotions mind discerning intellect power to see things in 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 opposites and also this physical body so we we have everything possible available to us so how do we exercise it to the best without having fear, without having frustrations, without having resentments, without having that restlessness, without having that uh, anger, everything in a, in a bit of a balanced way. As you know, they say that uh, anxiety can be a good anxiety also, you know, mm -hmm. so you need to have a bit of that also, you know, but in a, in a really balanced way so that it serves your purpose. Uh, then uh, we are all creative beings. Uh, we are born with the right to create. We create our children. We create our world. We create our uh, environment. We create our uh, karma. We create our destiny. We create our whole future. You know, we are constantly creating. Yeah. And uh, inevitably we are creating. We are constantly creating. So when you know that you are a creator and you can create anything, then why not to exercise it to the fullest to create as Robert has created his <laughs> shut up and grind <laughs> podcast. So anybody can create anything really outwardly uh, should, cannot, uh, cannot be deprived of that. Uh, you can, you all, everybody has the power to do that and you can easily do it. Really. You can create. And once you start to create something, you see, okay, there is a support. And as, as I'm saying that your first part of survival is in right balance, then creation is easy. And with the creative aspect, you can move forward to your abundance. Yeah. So I say that you are born with the right to abundance of the planet. Everything is available for us. Uh, plenty yeah. of air, plenty of fire, plenty of wood, plenty of food. Everything is available unless it's been controlled by the governments and the and uh, other factors. Know. Yeah, but otherwise, uh, everything has been given to us uh, in in plenty, and nobody should be hungry on this planet. Mm -hmm. And then uh, abundance is uh, defined by your own perception of it. That uh, what abundance is, you could be uh, minimalistic, and you still can feel very full of uh, everything. And you can be very, very rich and you can still feel the lack of abundance within yourself. But as far as uh, achieving material success or achieving the abundance of the material aspect of ourselves, uh, you're born with it because Earth is supporting it, because it's providing, it is giving. Uh, you want the most fancy car or the, the most expensive car. Yes, you can have it because it's made up of five elements of the earth. It is not beyond it. It is yeah. matter which has turned into a material product and matter has energy. You can connect with the energy of that car and manifest that in your life. 
Yes. You, you no need to be deprived of uh, the, the the thing which comes in the middle is your deservingness. Because if uh, you have a dream car, you your first thing you're going to do is, I can't afford it. I <laughs> I don't have the resources. I can't do it. Uh, may, maybe it's for somebody else. So your deservingness is not there. Then you're not connecting with that energy. See, how see, is how sorry. is not the question? Okay. But but you will. How is yeah. not the question? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And that that goes back to. What I was saying earlier about, I lost my train of thought, damn it. Um, What I was saying earlier about, you know, having the vision and then having the belief in yourself, like going back to what I was saying about the race, there had a dozen other people telling me what I should do. Exactly. And because I listened to myself, I was able to go through. Because I told people, I would, and I say this on the show all the time, I would rather try and fail than not try. Like that's just that's just how exactly. I'm wired. So exactly. I said, if I make it halfway through the race and I have to exit, I'll exit. But but I'll have my answer of can I do this? You know, rather than sitting back and wondering, could I have done that? Like, would my leg have holding up? Would I have hurt it further? Like that would exactly. eat at me more than having a definitive answer. So for, for me, I've tried so many different things as an, and I don't even want to call myself an entrepreneur because I kind of suck on the business end. But but like on this side, like I belong in front of the camera. Like this is what this is what I do. Like I've been on TV, and you know I don't want to say all over the world, but in multiple countries, and yeah. you know be, being podcast guests, and of course hosting my own and doing the show with with my daughter. Like that's the area where, where I shine, and I love doing that stuff. But I tried to sell supplements. I tried to sell insurance. I thought about real estate. I didn't even make it through the first real estate class. Like that's just. I know there's big money in it. It's just not for me, yeah, you know, and, exactly. and there's so many other things I've tried. And with those things, failures, no, they gave me answers. Like, can I do this? Oh, no, this sucks. Will I like this? Oh, no, that is not for me. You know, so, so, so trying something and it not working out, it's not a failure. It just answers the question. Is this exactly. the path? Right. It's and just a learning. People, are, yeah, people yeah. adopt that then they'll be able to take those necessary steps right exactly no failure is a is a learning actually you learn yes. from it and you grow from it and uh, like you didn't give uh, give yourself up uh, on other people's perception of that you can't do it you shouldn't do it yeah. but you did it anyways you know because you had faith in yourself and you believed in yourself and you rejected the idea of other people of you because you know who you are, yes. you know. So then the the fourth right I say is the right to love and be loved. We are all born with that, and nobody should be uh, be deprived of that. And these days in my work, I come across a lot of people those who are looking for love, and they are they feel that they are deprived of, or they they can't manifest it, or they can't have uh, that uh, experience. And I always say that don't look for 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 love. It is within you. Yep. Looking for love is like you are going to be looking for love in in somebody else. Somebody else is also doing the same thing as looking for love. So it's just like two baggers coming in front of each other, looking for money in each other's pockets. They won't find it. Yeah. Because it's, it it might be a temporary delusion of love, because you're trying to find it, but you are so filled with love within yourself. And if you can connect with that uh, within yourself, then you become a magnet for it. Then everybody loves you. And then that energy flows from you to other people, those who want to have a sip on it. (laughs) They, They want to enjoy it. So love is not something you look outside. You connect with your own love within and then you become lovable and then everything starts to happen for you. Then it's, it's very, very easy then because it's your basic nature. And that's why you're looking for it. It's like you have lost something in this room. You are looking for it in another room. Yes. You will never find it really. Yes. I love that. You know? love that example. Yeah. I talk Ooh. about that constantly. I've, I've done probably, probably 20 videos on self-love, self-care, self-awareness. Yeah. Yes. 
you know, and, and I'm trying to reframe what selfish means because, you know, there is obviously a negative connotation to being selfish yeah. if you're using yeah. others for personal gain. That's one thing. But when when you have self-awareness, you have self-care, you have self, self-love, you have self-confidence, you have yep. self-assuredness, and then oh, yeah. all of those other things just get magnified like you, you're gonna you're gonna be a more present parent you're gonna be a more present friend you're gonna be a better worker you're gonna be a better spouse or significant other like 100%. every everything gets so much better when you're in tune with who you are and what you want because no one outside can shake that from you exactly it's like when you don't have it that's when other people can come in and influence your actions and your thoughts very true you you have said it so well so well thank you and uh, i always say well selfish people so called selfish people uh, not to be judged but uh, they are the best uh, surviving people they their <laughs> their survival <laughs> skills are very very strong self centered people are all, always very very strong in their own being see when you are strong then you can help others yes if you are weak you cannot help others also mm-hmm. so you need to first nourish yourself yeah nourishing yourself is being taken as selfishness at times or, or self centeredness yeah yeah if you if you you're walking all over other people for achieving your ambitions and your goals and destroying everybody on the on the on your journey then it's it's a bad selfishness it's, it's really yes. uh, because you're hurting people in the process but if you're making yourself strong and then taking up everybody else on board trying to help them you could be a, a very strong support to other people through your own example and through your own self strength yes. so i i totally I agree with you what you're saying you know yes. yes and that's what sorry i'm just getting your website up here on the on the thing yeah and just just trying to get people to understand that cuz just as if they're looking for love externally they're looking for external justification as well so oh, yeah. like people tend to to gravitate to someone else who's feeling what they're feeling yeah which which is fine you know you, you definitely need reliability that's why i said above us your true power lies in your story so yeah. sharing sharing the ugly parts of your life is fine but you want to find something that's moved to the other side of it like exactly. you want to you want to bond with that person and say hey you know i've gone through that too i felt that pain and these are the steps i took to move on from it it's like you want to find that person like when you were talking earlier and I stopped you. I was like, like, well, well, it's like, how, how did you do that? You know, because that's the part pe- people get stuck on. It's like, oh, I went through a messy divorce. Oh, I went through a messy divorce too. And then they yeah. just start bashing their their spouses. Yeah. Like yeah. that doesn't, that's not productive. That doesn't help you heal. That doesn't yeah. help you move on. Yeah. You know, but but if you go through the yeah, it was kind of messy, but this is how we came out of it. X Y Z. Like that's how you inspire people. Whatever happens to me in my life, I karmically I always say that I'm responsible. Yeah. I take the responsibility. Yeah. Even if I on the, I'm on the receiving end. Yes. Even if I am playing victim, you know, even then, every single way I'm responsible, because that's the energy I had sent out. Yeah. Knowingly, unknowingly, or in my naiveness or my stupidity or whatever. but that's what i had sent out that has come back to me yes and that there, there is no misfire in that so yes i can either minimize the experience of that negative aspect which has come to my life mm-hmm. or i can actually elevate that same way a good experience i can elevate it more or i can deplete it depending on how i navigate my life so that's why most of the people remain stuck in one place because they are not able to enhance their good times and they are not able to negate or nullify their bad times yeah but you can always change your vibrational field 
and have lesser of bad experience or minimize it. You have a headache, you take a Tylenol, you don't feel it so much. <laughs> yeah. And you, 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 you are on the greater side of life, add some catalysts to it to have a faster, profound, greater uh, reaction to your positivity. You know, so there are, there are tools, there are mechanisms, there are things you can uh, do that with, you know. So coming back to that, uh, those seven points I was talking about, the, the fifth point is that we are all born to have uh, good health. So what we eat, how we eat, what kind of energy we carry, what kind of thoughts we have, is all going to determine our health, mental health, emotional health, physical health. But generally, we are all supposed to be healthy. Yeah. We are not supposed to be sick. Actually, disease is an attack on us. Right now, we are going through this COVID-19 yeah. is, is a virus attacking us. So we are fighting it with so many different tools. But uh, that's an attack. But your your body can always fight it. You can always fight it because your basic inner nature is of health, not of disease, not of sickness. No? Yes. So if we have uh, a, a purer thought process, purer heart, purer body, we are going to have a better health. It is something very clear. There's no, no, nobody is attacking you again, you know, depends on what kind of food you eat and, and some other factors, exercise, yeah. and you, you, you know that well. <laughs> yes. So, and then I say is the right to happiness. And I, I really wonder when people are saying that, oh, I'm trying to find happiness into something, you know, and because happiness is your own basic nature. And to be honest, whatever we are really doing in our pursuits outwardly in the pursuit of happiness are actually against happiness. We are actually destroying our happiness. We are creating stress. We are creating an environment of uh, unhappiness. Our interactions are also somewhat causing that because there are so many expectations attached to it. There is so many components and aspects of ourselves which are not aligned with us and they are trying to be constantly aligning with other people outwardly. And then that causes disappointment end of the day and that disappointment is going to lead to unhappiness. Yes, because so, people, people think that they need things to be happy. Yeah. Like I need a fancy house and a fancy car and I need to take yeah. fancy vacations and all that stuff to be happy. Yeah, and that is uh, that honeymoon is over soon. You know, it doesn't <laughs> last too long yeah. uh, because it's going to give you, you, you buy a Bentley, you are going to be driving it for month, two months, and then you, it would just become your second nature sort of. You just go sit in it and drive it. You don't even uh, know which car you're driving. <laughs> exactly. You know, that <laughs> happiness around it is gone because it was not true happiness in the first place. You know? Yeah. So it was just trying to fulfill again something from outside while you already have something which you need to connect with, rejuvenate it instead of trying to burden it with something from outside, which is superficial, which yeah. is uh, not real, which is just your own idea of something or the idea of the media or idea of other people that, oh, this is a phenomenal car brand or whatever, you know. You're, yeah, you're really you have lost your own perception of your happiness. Then, you know. See, and people people are gonna realize that the real key to happiness is helping other people. Oh, you know. So mm. like, so at this race I just did, it was towards the tail end, and now I got through it, but I'm not gonna act like I wasn't tired. You know, my hands were hurting from the obstacles, my muscles were sore, and so there were two obstacles to go. And as I'm walking by, there's this woman. So there's a big, heavy sandbag attached to a rope, and you got to pull it all the way up. And she couldn't budge this thing. So she was trying. So I was, I walked by her to, to go to mine. And I'm looking over, and she's kind of like hanging on the fence, trying to use all 100 pounds of her to move this thing. And so I was like, I, I, I can't just let, let her struggle. So I come over. I was like, do you want help? Because, you know, now with the with the pandemic time, people get standoffish about people getting close to you. But I was like, I can help you if you want. And so 
you know, so we get there. Like, I'm not doing it for her. I'm doing just enough to where she can move it. And, you know, that's that's the fitness coach in me. And so we're going through, we're going through. We get it all the way up, and then we're guiding it back down. And when the bag hit the floor, just the way she looked at me, she just looked so gracious. She's like, yeah. oh, my God, thank you so much. Like, it's that feeling right there yes. that truly makes me happy. And, and right. I know that's just at an obstacle race. But, like, when I'm helping people create their stories, I'm helping people create podcasts, I'm helping people create an outline to write a book, or just even in the gym, helping people reclaim their happiness. Like, that's that's the true happiness, just helping Absolutely. people – accomplish things that they didn't think that they could like that's amazing no sharing and helping is so fulfilling so fulfilling uh there is nothing can beat that and that's absolutely as you said is the is the true happiness true true yes. happiness yeah and one last thing of uh, those seven is the spirituality right to your spirit right to your soul right to uh, take that journey. We are all born to evolve as a human soul to the next level of our own evolution to have a spiritual experience of life because we are the perfect vehicle to take that journey. Uh, and uh, it is very, on, on one hand, very simple that you change your identity from your uh, outer identity as who you are uh, if I ask you who you are, you can come out with more than 100 answers. Uh, but, yeah. And uh, But you are none of that. <laughs> and you are truly speaking a deep down a source, a self, from which your consciousness is expanding within yourself. And as it expands and it, uh, it turns into your mind and mind's manifestation is your physical body. So if you know your true self, that who you are really at that level, then you are absolutely pure light. You are absolutely pure, pure, and pure at all levels. And nothing can destroy that. Nothing can. And okay. that's, a, as a, I, I always say, that's the higher purpose of a human being to be born to experience that because otherwise it's a missed opportunity. You know? So you are absolutely. born with that right also. And... Uh, when it comes to uh, karma, then uh, karma is something in a in a little brief. I, I don't know how much time we have. But, we we, we uh, got a few minutes. Go ahead. Yeah. So I know you wanted to address that part. So I said, let me. Uh, so karma is essentially when you have an intention put in motion yeah. through an action very targeted towards a goal and you give it energy as a full karma as a complete karma inevitable karma mm -hmm. now we are constantly doing karma so the karma of even the breathing is a karma of the body and is the nature of the body but in that nature the karma is happening so yes. you breathe in, you are killing some bacteria, probably, you know. <laughs> so there's some karma is constantly happening, you know. So there are there's a difference between happening and the doing, you know. Yeah. So whenever you think you are doing something, then you own the consequences of it. Because your ego is saying that I'm doing and my this identity as Sanjeev is doing this, my this physical mental mechanism and organism is doing it. So I own the responsibility of what, whatever the consequences are going to be. So if you go beyond that, again, I was saying that as uh, if, if you're going into your the self-experience of soul, then you are not the doer. Then body is doing it. Then mind is doing it. But you are separate from it. But it should not be done in a way that you're playing games with yourself. Oh, I'm not doing it. And so I have the freedom to do the worst things I can. But again, you are dodging yourself then. But you, you will face the consequences of it because you're manipulating this. You can't manipulate it. It is an experience. Then, then you look at yourself as a third party always. You know, So whatever goes into your memory, whatever goes uh, gets embedded in you, as an experience or as, as, as a feeling or as a thought, uh, 
slides into your subconscious, uh, energetically lives in your chakras. It is all karma. So true. And uh, and uh, the way to deal with karma is to be detached to the action. So I'll give you an example. There is uh, there was somebody in India who was uh, serving people uh, and and uh, helping our poor, and so we call it karma yoga that you are doing karma seva. Seva means <laughs> charity or helping people or serving people. You know. Yeah. So this person, when was asked that you are serving other people you are doing a good great karma so this person said i am not serving and those who are getting served are also not getting served and if i am serving then i am serving god in them and if this body is serving then it doesn't have the capability to serve god unless god serving god you know so <laughs> Uh, really, uh, uh, whatever we are doing for other people or serving other people, if that I ego has been taken out of it, then uh, definitely we are uh, serving as a whole in, yes. in the wholeness of the universe and in the oneness of the universe. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. All right. So besides your website, how, how can people find you? Okay. So uh, there is, uh, I have also launched an app which is called Ananta. Uh, I don't know if you have the link for that. If you can post that would be great. Uh, spell that for me. A-N-A-N-T-A, T like Tom, A, Ananta, dot app. And you said dot app? Dot app. Yeah, A-P-P, okay. Yeah, so A-N-A-N-T-A, no, no, T-A, T like Tom. T-A, okay. T-A, yeah. And this is uh, uh, an app which is based on uh, your own sound frequencies you are born with. And uh, my discovery is that every human being is born with uh, their own six to ten sound vibrations, which influence their different aspects of lives. And uh, uh, you, you enter your information in that. It generates a sound for you for certain aspect of your life or certain purpose of your life. So say you want to enhance your career vibrations, then you uh, go to the career aspect. Uh, it is going to generate a sound. You listen to it 10 to 20 minutes. Yeah. And it uh, really, really uh, elevates your whole vibrational field at many different levels. And uh, you have enhanced experience of uh, your career. Uh, Interesting. In that direction. Yeah. So that is something that would be a very useful tool. It is uh, first uh, mantra or the sound or the seed sound is uh, free. Uh, you can try three for a month. One is free forever. You can subscribe if you want and uh, try it though. You know? Love it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that is our time. So thank you very much. For Thanks. Share, share thank you. Thank story. you, Robert. Yep. Share, sharing your story, sharing your experience. You know, we got your uh, your app, A-N-A-N-T-A dot A-P-P for those that will be listening on the podcast sites, the audio only. And his website is Sanjeev, S-A-N-J-E-E-V-S-V dot com. All right. So any final words before we sign off? Well, thank you so much for having me over here and allowed me to share my story and i hope uh, your audience uh, would enjoy my story also and uh, maybe would have some uh, uh, deeper insights into some of the topics we have talked about yes. and i'm very very grateful to the listeners and to you and uh, wish you all a happy prosperous life awesome love it yes. i'm going to be doing a law of attraction type of panel coming up soon if you're interested Oh, I would love to join that because okay. I have a, a tremendous take on that. And I'm working with some of the law of attraction gurus also. Oh, nice. So we always talk about what comes in the way and what doesn't come in the way. <laughs> so I have my own perspective of that. But law of awesome. attraction definitely works uh, at yes. many different scales. 
but there is some bottom lines uh, you need to know yeah. which probably is not been shared well i i think love it game on yeah so with, once i get a firm date down i'll let you know and then we'll go from there wonderful i'd love all to do that um, all right thank you very, very much for pleasure. joining all right have yourself thank a great day you too thank you so much thank you yeah Right, so that was Sanjeev. We were talking about karma, you know, the, the positive karma, how to get rid of negative energies, how to get the courage to take the first step and to do whatever it is that you want to do. Because, you know, that's what the show is about. It's about eliminating the excuses. It's about teaching you how to be strong enough to clown, that English, to climb the mountains. And basically, other side, I always do this. Shut up and grind, man. Just get it done. Whatever it is that you need to get done, just stop the yapping. Take the first step and just watch how your life changes. That's all I got for you. Have a great day. You've been listening to Shut Up and Grind. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. Robert has over 20 years experience pouring his knowledge and expertise at many events in the service and fitness industry, as well as secondary schools and universities. He has a true passion for helping others break through the barriers that are holding them back. To book Robert B. Foster to speak or to reach out, go to robertbfoster.com slash speaks on Instagram at Robert underscore B underscore Foster. On Twitter at RBF underscore fitness and on Facebook at Robert B. Foster. Till next time, shut up and grind.